Welcome to Act Two by Choosing Him Ministries with Tisha Janes and Andrew Pate, a place where life stories are told, encouragement is shared, and hope is found. Good morning, listeners. We are so happy to have you today. Good morning. It's a beautiful day outside right now, so I hope by the time you guys are listening, it's still gorgeous <laughs> weather. Um, Tisha and I may be exploding soon because it's hot. It is hot. We're getting towards the end of the summer, and um, our kids are getting ready to go back to school. Teachers are finishing up their last couple of days yep. of sun and getting ready to prep their classrooms. And I see all the time all these posts of these cute classrooms that are being decorated and prepared for our kids. So it's going to be a, um, a sad end to the summer. But, I know. Um, but you know what? There's such peace sometimes that comes from structure. King is routine. A routine is king. <laughs> routine Sorry. Is yes. King. I like that. Because it is hard. And I, for myself, like sleeping in, even staying up late, um, can get me, well, very unproductive. (laughs) That's how it is with me. I literally said last night to Ryan, I was like, I'm so ready for school to start. Like, I'm ready for the routine Mm -hmm. of it. I'm ready, even just with us. I mean, this summer, I mean, you know, some of our avid listeners know, like we, there's been twice we haven't posted because we've just both been so busy. It's just been crazy Mm -hmm. to get things scheduled and stuff. So we've had to take a little step back and I'm, I'm excited to get back into it with our weekly podcast. So, yeah. yeah. So today, what are we talking about? Tish? Well, today it begins our series, I guess, with just Andrew and Tisha talking. Mm-hmm. And um, once a month, we're going to be coming on here and talking about spiritual issues that um, we struggle with or that we have mm-hmm. um, fought through ourselves, things that we also hear from you that you might be struggling with. Yeah. And um, so today we're going to kind of launch that. I mean, we talked about parenting. Or... We've already launched We've one. already launched one. <laughs> well, that was some parenting. Today is like on faith. Yes. Like we're talking more about the Bible. You're right. This you is going to be more biblical, biblical application Versus yes. topical, yes. So um, as we talk about faith today, um, that's one of these spiritual words, you know, that if you're yes. not a Christian and you're listening to this, um, it may feel like a f- foreign word to you. Um, if you are a Christian, it might be something that you really struggle with and you might be in a season of, I don't even know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, or you might be a Christian who was really gifted with the spiritual gift of faith. And that is something that you stand really strong on um, and that you have to offer other people. Yeah. So we're going to kind of talk about that. Yay. So I think we're going to start by just, just talking about like some people in history that we feel were people of faith mm-hmm. that were really influential and do you want to go first or do you want me go ahead so my person was martin luther king jr yeah. um which i feel like uh, the amount of faith this man had there's very few who i feel can rival it like he mm-hmm. um some of the quotes that i read and i know everybody because if you google Martin Luther King Jr. and faith, the quote that pops up over and over again is, faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. Mm. And that's a beautiful quote, and it's a beautiful example of faith. But when you dig deeper into even more quotes from him, he has one that said, but I know somehow that only when it is dark enough can you see the stars. That is faith right there. Even when it is dark and your world is ugly and in darkness still stand back and see the beauty like that's you're it's going to be okay mm-hmm. it's never it's never going to be void of god it's never going to be void of beauty and then the last one he said was 
Even if I knew that tomorrow the world would go to pieces, I would still plant my apple tree. Mm. I love that quote because it's just, oh, that's such faith right there. And yeah. just, yeah. he was such a man of love and, you know, truly died for his cause, which was a cause that God would 100% support. I feel like it was a biblical cause. Like he was asking for equality amongst people. He was asking for people to come together and love one another. Mm-hmm. He was asking people to do God's work. The The second greatest commandment was what he was teaching. And to go even as far as, you know, to die for that. I mean, his faith was huge. And then the legacy that he has left with his children and his wife. And um, it just, it's beautiful. So mm-hmm. He was my person that I instantly thought of for yeah, faith. That's a really good one. Um, one of my favorite all-time people is Corey Ten Boom. Yes. And um, she and her sister, Betsy, I believe is, I always get confused on that, but it's Betsy. They were put into a um, into prison during the um, World War II and, because they were housing Jews. Yes. And um, they were beaten, and her sister actually died in one. And um, for some reason, Corey Ten Boom was released. And through all her struggles, and she talks about that time, and to fulfill her sister's request was that she, I think we talked about this last time. I'm remembering a little bit now that I was supposed to say it. But she said, go and tell God's story. Mm-hmm. And that's what she did. So some of her quotes, I mean, when you think about, like you said, the layer underneath of why this is even being said is so powerful. She said, worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorry sorrow. It empties today of its strength. Yes. She's a she's an incredible woman. She is. Another one, this is one she's pretty you know well known for. Never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. Mm. You know, and she's talking That's about huge. life and death. Life and death. Yes. Like, didn't know if the next day she would be Right. Um, then the other one, as she talks about her story is forgiveness is an act of the will and the will can function regardless of the temperature of the heart. Wow. And I love that because we often talk about sometimes you just got to do what's right and you let the emotions and the feelings catch up later. Yes. And, um, that's Which is hard. And she, she lived she that. So lived it. yeah. So just the, the faith of knowing, I don't know what's going to happen after this, but I have to do what's right. Just like Martin Luther King did. Yes. Um, he didn't know what. When the apples would grow on the tree, he exactly. didn't know if his life would be here um, or in the, yeah, or standing before Jesus the next day. He didn't. Yes. Know. Yes. So beautiful, beautiful people and beautiful faith. And when we compare ourselves to people like that, sometimes it's a little hard to feel like we measure up. <laughs> right. Um, we also were talking earlier about people from the Bible that had enormous amounts of faith. They did. And, um, you know, before. Going back to what you just said a second ago, if I can pause this for a second, when we can feel inadequate when we look at people like this, or we can mm-hmm. look at people in the Bible and feel inadequate there. What are some, is there somebody that comes to mind that you would know right now that's probably not written in a book because they're still here because they're a close friend, but there's just something about their life that um, really exudes a strong faith. Okay, you're going to hate me for this answer. But I'm so sorry. This is totally on the spot because I did not come up with a person. Uh-huh. I sincerely really think you very much ex- exemplify that. Like, I, I know you're going to hate the answer because you'll be like, I can't believe you use me as an example. Because <laughs> you know how but I love that. You hate that. I know you I hate, hate that. that. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, um, like, I have, like, 
watched you over the past few years and COVID has COVID and just illness and has wreaked havoc on your family and your faith has been very transparent. And I love that about you because you have wrestled and you still walk it out and you've wrestled with being angry and upset with, with God and not understanding and, but yet still having the faith to still approach him and ask him the hard questions and wrestle it out. And I really do, I really do feel like that's an amazing thing. It's been an amazing thing to have a front row seat too. So, well, thank you for that. Uh, I, I have wrestled and I will continue to wrestle and I don't ever think I'll be at a point where I'm not wrestling and I'm very thankful. This has been my conversation with God. I'm thankful that I serve a God big enough to be able to handle the wrestling. Yeah. It never threatens who he is on his throne. And I can come to him and I, and mo- days when my faith might feel weak, that I can say, I'm struggling with this. And yeah. let's, let's wrestle this through. And, um, and that's, that's the God I serve. So thank, yeah. thank you. Thank you for that. Sorry. I know you hate things like that. <laughs> well, if you're you know just what? listening, maybe you can see her face if you if you go to our video. She's like, I cannot believe you just did this to me. <laughs> no, but I mean, if there's anything that we want people to recognize that should walk before us, that is what we want is our faith. Yeah. If people can, my mom used to say, you know, if there's anything that you see good in me, it's Jesus. Yes. And that's would be my response to that. that if there's anything good that I have done, anything right. Um, it would be Jesus. <laughs> yes, I totally understand so, that. Um, you know, I was thinking about even our my faith walk and um, with other people that I've followed because that is in essence a part of our faith journey is yes. that we look to people who have struggled or we look to people mm-hmm. to find somebody who did it well. Right. Especially when we feel like we're floundering. And that's what mentorship is so important and discipleship is so important and yes. telling our stories is so important because yes. there's always somebody who is wrestling mm-hmm. and they need a tangible person to wrestle it through with Yes, um, as they wrestle with God. So, I mean, there's my list is so long of people, but I can tell you, I, my grandmother is someone that I think I would say really had a strong faith and she was, she passed away probably eight years ago. But um, I think it was more in her last days that mm-hmm. I saw that come true mm-hmm. um, as I reflected back over her whole life because I didn't really see that part. She was very private. Mm-hmm. She didn't talk a lot. Um, she, of course, she came from the days that if you picked up the phone, you know, you had to keep putting in a quarter. So you had to say <laughs> real quick what you had to say and get off. Right. So there weren't long conversations. Um, but once she, had, she died of lung cancer, in the last days of just her faith, she just wanted to read the Bible and um, mm-hmm. would sit and just read and would talk about some of the struggles that she had in her family. And I learned so much from that, but uh, it really encouraged me and kind of taught me some lessons through the good and the bad is that go ahead and start talking about my journey with my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, don't wait till I have a diagnosis mm-hmm. or I have a time frame that this world has given me mm-hmm. um, to start sharing even my struggles. Yeah. We don't have to have everything together to right. share our stories. Yes. That's a great, great way to say it. I don't want my kids to think I have it all together. No. I totally well, understand. They would be <laughs> like, don't worry, mom. We got you. We, we know you don't we have know. it together. Yes. No worries there, mom. That's how Chloe is too. But I tell her all the time. I mean, I think one of, one thing about, I think our generation that, that the previous generations have not done is we apologize to our children. Mm. And it's not, 
it's just a growth, I guess, of the generations. But I am very quick to be like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't handle that the best. I know, you know, I'm not perfect. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. that like, that is something that our kids see and know and walk out with us. So and keep us humble with Oh, yeah. <laughs> all, so, all right. So that was um, a little side step to our agenda this morning. But I mean, people are watching, and that's one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so we talk about the stories um, of faith in the Bible, mm-hmm. stories of faith of people that were had a prominent figure um, worldwide. Mm-hmm. That our stories are also just as powerful within the circle yes. of influence that God has yes. placed us. Yes, and um, that is very important. So, um, one of the things you want to okay. So we were both looking for examples in the Bible uh-huh. of faith, and and the Bible is full of it. I mean. You can barely get through any chapter without someone, you know, touching on faith and what that looks like. Um, And it looks different in a lot of ways. But the one that always comes to my mind is when Jesus healed the centurion's servant. Mm -hmm. And this is a story out of Luke where basically Jesus is in Capernaum and he is hanging out, teaching, doing his thing. And a royal, not a royal person, but like a kind of, well, a centurion, like a person who's high in the community comes up to him and it's basically like a dear, precious servant of mine is sick and asks Jesus to heal him. And Jesus starts to go towards his house and he's like, wait, I I didn't even think you, like, I don't think that my house is even worthy of hosting you. Mm. Um, But if you just say the words, I know it will be done. You don't even have to go. Just say it. And I will be, I will, I will be heading that direction, getting ready to help my servant up out of that bed because I know you're going to, you're going to heal him. And Jesus does it. And Jesus marvels at his faith and literally says, turns to everyone and says, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. Um, for Jesus to marvel at your faith, Mm -hmm. that, what a place to be in. Um, but that was my story because I think probably health situations probably hit me different because I struggle with my health. Um, but it's not in the big. It's not in the Moses and God parting the sea. It's not in those big, you know, moments of sending the locusts and everything, you know, where God shows up in a mighty way. But God shows up in just an individual one-on-one way mm. and heals this man and that this man doesn't even have to see it happen. It's just like, mm, just say it. Just say it and I know yeah. it'll be done. Like, as a Christian, the story is beautiful and also so convicting. Because I don't always have. No, not 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 always. Like, I very rarely feel like I have that kind of faith. It's so hard for me to, I may see it to believe it kind of person. Mm. Like, I just am very factual based. Um So it's very hard for me to kind of have that faith. And just like you and I were talking earlier, the biggest question in this is what? What do you do when? When the answer is no. When the answer is no, when Jesus Mm -hmm. doesn't heal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we were talking earlier and Tisha was saying basically, like, this is a really hard conversation to have. This passage is really hard for Christians, for non-Christians, for everyone alike, because there are many times where God says Mm -hmm. no. It was based on who Jesus was. Right. It was not based on what Jesus did. 
Mm -hmm. It just so happens that Jesus said yes in the situation. There are plenty of times where Jesus doesn't. Even in my own life when, I mean, I prayed for years not to go into heart failure. Um, I've never prayed for God to take this away from me because I do feel like it has given me so, it is a faith builder. It has refined my, my prayer life and my faith walk. Um, but look, I only want to go so far with this, you know, like I don't, I don't want a full transplant. I don't want to be in heart failure. And when I went into heart failure, I guess it's almost, gosh, it's been almost a year. Well, God said, no, God was, God did not answer that prayer. I'm in heart failure and I'm not in heart failure because God gave me heart failure. I want everybody to be very clear on this. I am in heart failure because we live in a fallen world and I was born with a defect. I was not, it wasn't that God just was like, I'm going to give her a heart, a heart failure. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, it's just COVID happened and I got COVID and here we are. But even though God has said no, God has shown up in this. He has through saying no to that. He has said yes and built my faith exponentially. I have learned so much about him. I've learned so much about myself. Mm. I have learned that even when the worst thing happens, God is there and he will carry you through it. And if he says no, he is going to show you how amazing he is in that no, because he's going to carry you through something you did never thought you could survive. Mm -hmm. So does that make sense? Perfect sense. And I think it's the great response to the people that would read this story. And here, when, when Jesus says, um, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith that our response could be, well, maybe my faith wasn't strong enough for God to heal me. Um, you know, we go back even at Matthew um, seventeen twenty, where Jesus says, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. And <clears throat> I tell you, when you talk about faith, like, that would be one of my first questions. Mm-hmm. If I'm sitting at the table with somebody who has a lot of faith and said, well, is mine not strong enough then? Mm-hmm. You know, the one that I prayed for to be healed did not happen. Did that mean my faith was not strong enough? Mm-hmm. That's a, that's, that's a real, <laughs> that's a hard question to respond to. Um, but it's a very real question that I think all Christians at some point wrestle with. I do too. I mean, over healing, over a marriage, mm-hmm. over a relationship, over a child. There are so many things that we pray that the answer ends up being no. I think our, um, you know, when we wrestle with that and we ask that, was my faith not strong enough? I think the key phrase and what we misinterpret is that my faith yes. versus who Jesus is. Yes. The centurion was based on who he knew Jesus to be. Yes. And what Jesus could do. Yes. And so when our faith all of a sudden is about us, did I have did, not have enough did faith? Did I do enough? That's yeah. works. It's it, works. It's not about me. Right. I don't have the power to do that anyway. Mm-mm. I don't have the power to raise somebody from the dead. I don't have power to heal someone. So is my no. faith in knowing who Jesus is and says he is and will, what he says he can do? Or is it in my ability to muster up the right words at the right time or right. my ability to say, yes, God, I know you can do this. Right. Which is, I, I don't have that authority, nor do I want it. No, no, not at all. And even though it is very difficult to say this, 
pausing a long time for the people who are watching on YouTube because I know it won't be edited out, but sometimes when God says no, you have to look at two things. One, over and over again, we live in a fallen world. Mm -hmm. There's some things that are just consequences of us living here. And secondly, sometimes God says no to something you want so badly and you have no idea that that is the best answer for that situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I spent years praying for my marriage. Years. Like, wanting change in areas that would solidify us. And it didn't happen. And I wouldn't say that was lack of faith. I would also say sometimes it's multiple people in a situation. And if you're seeking God and the other person isn't, that doesn't necessarily mean that the situation is going to turn out in a godly way. But also on the same hand, I could not have asked for a bigger blessing. And I know that sounds crazy, but he said no to that. And that was okay because I in turn grew exponentially in my faith and I have a wonderful life now that I love and that Mm -hmm. I can't imagine it being any different. If I'm praying over my child who is laying in a hospital bed sick and God says no, that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back when mom was sick with COVID and I remember what the first, we got to see her three different times and the first time we went in there and I, I just prayed and I was like, God, let me just tell you, it was a really powerful prayer in the mm-hmm. sense that I just felt the certainty, the faith, the um, confidence as I was praying that I haven't felt before. Mm-hmm. And basically what I was saying was, God, we know you can heal her. Mm-hmm. We know that even on this event right now, that if you chose this, she could get up and she could walk out of here and go home and bypass PT by long-term care. Like we, we know that you have the ability to do that. And so if that's your will, then we pray that for right now, because we know we ask that that is our desire. We're laying that at your feet because mm-hmm. this is what we want, mm-hmm. but <laughs> we want your will, mm-hmm. but we are saying, we know by faith that you can do this mm-hmm. if you choose to. And we are telling you, we want it. But if you choose not to, we trust that you hold the bigger picture mm-hmm. and I would always want what God wants for me over what I want in this moment. Because like you said, he holds the whole picture. Mm-hmm. He knows yes. from the beginning of time to the end of time. And his picture is always about bringing people to him too. Yes. And that's, we have, that takes us out of our circle, which sometimes it's, everybody's like, so like, I want you to work in my situation. I don't really care about the person who might hear about this that might be changed right now. Right. I want you to change this situation. But that's not, that's not the God we serve. Thank goodness. We serve a grace filled, loving, forgiving God who wants to bring everybody to him. And it is sometimes it is in through the hardest situations that we have to walk through Mm -hmm. that people will come to him. Yes. And like you said, if you struggled with your heart uh, this past year, but there's so much growing that happened. Oh, I know. And being able to share with it on the podcast, to be able to share your story with people and to watch your faith grow as you take this journey with God mm-hmm. strengthens our faith as well. And that's the God we serve. Yes. He's not Santa Claus. Right. And that's, that we treat him that way often. Oh God, I want you to do this for me. I want you to do this for me. And if you don't, I'm going to hold that against you. And I'm going to be mad at you about this. And it's like, there's so much more. 
There is. And I just, I mm. think that that is where it's so hard with faith is that you're right. When he says no, it's hard to see the bigger picture. And sometimes it just takes trust. And sometimes if you're lucky enough, God shows you on the side of heaven mm -hmm. why things happen the way they do. And sometimes we just have to wait. But faith is not supposed to be easy. Like faith, <laughs> like everybody wants to hear, oh, faith comes to us and it's okay and it's easy and it's super, you know, we just pray and we fill it. Faith isn't easy. If it were easy, everyone would do it. Faith is not easy and it is something you have to toil with and work out between you and God your entire life because no one goes through this life without pain. No one goes through life without a disappointment. And sometimes at the end of the day, we're not meant to understand. Like the Bible never says in any place, you're going to understand everything I do. It never says that. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where faith. In fact, he says the opposite. My ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Yes. Like he, he's pretty clear on that. Yes. And so, so that's faith. Yeah. And sometimes it's not hard or sometimes it's not easy. We were, um, there's a chapter in Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, and the title of it that, that somebody labeled it. It's called By Faith. Um, and I'm going to read a little bit of it because it kind of gives, it's a pretty incredible faith chapter, actually. Um, now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. As this chapter goes through, it talks about, it lists a bunch of people who had strong faith and all their result of their faith, their action that followed their faith was different with every person. Um, so the, how we respond to faith is not the same. You know, there's not a like, oh, that person did this, so check that box. That's what faith looks like. Mm -hmm. It looks different, like you said earlier. Um, but he says, by faith, Abel offered God a better sacrifice. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he didn't experience death. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, Abraham, even though he was past age and Sarah herself was barren, was enabled to become a father because he considered himself faithful who had made the promise. All those, all these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance. And they admitted that they were aliens and strangers on this earth. It's like you said, we might not see the results of that here on earth. But the faith, we talked about this earlier, about how trust and obedience and um, there was another word I used. But when we, they, they are the things that build the foundation from the past. When I trust God, um, we're talking about a kid like on a diving board, you know, mm -hmm. the, trying to get the kid to jump to mom and dad's arms that is in the water going, come on, come on, you mm -hmm. can do this. And the kid's sitting and they're scared, not wanting to move forward. But that trust that builds of, okay, I, I'm going to do it once and you're going to catch me. Mm -hmm. The parent catches them. The kid will do, okay, I trust you. You proved yourself. You're faithful. Mm -hmm. um, then I'll do it again. The trust part builds the foundation for what the faith mm -hmm. will come later. Now, I'm not saying, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but when we lay, rely on our faith, those are for things that were going to come from the future that we have yet to see. Mm -hmm. 
they're not the tangible things that right. we can hold on to. When I build trust with someone, there's a history there. There's a safety there. There's a, a belief there that's based on experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know you're trustworthy until right. we've had an experience that proved you were trustworthy. Yes. I don't necessarily believe you're going to do what you say you're going to do until I've seen that you've done it. Right. Whereas with God, all through the Bible, we've seen where he's trustworthy. We have seen where, mm-hmm. you know, it is our choice to believe based on all the stuff that he's done. So how does faith play into that? Well, when we trust God, when we read his word, when we spend time in prayer, when we're in community of people that are growing and walking alongside mm-hmm. of us, that's what grows our faith. Mm-hmm. So when those hard times come, because they will, not if, but right. when they come, they're going to be leveled and based on the, I hate to use the word arsenal, but the back, the foundation of the trust and the belief mm-hmm. that we have already walked on our own in our journey. So it's, it's hard. Faith is, is one sounds like a sweet word, you know, have faith that you can do this. Go team, go, mm-hmm. you know? And then the reality of it is there's a lot of wrestling that goes on. Yeah. It's, there's the, the faith of God. I know, I'm going to trust who you are. Yes. And everything else we will work out. Yes. But there's not one doubt in me that doubts who he is, that he is who he says he is, that he will do what he says he can do. And I have to leave it at that. Yeah. It's a lot and it's hard. It is hard. And, you know, I, I do feel like. There are different people who are listening to this who are in different situations right now. And some of those situations, even though they seem hard to each individual, are different. Like mm-hmm. one person's maybe faith, you know, that their hair grows back after COVID versus faith over um, losing a child. And those, even though they're you know, struggles on everybody's end and everybody sees their struggles as, you know, super important. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's people who are listening who have lost a lot lately mm-hmm. and are grieving. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say faith also tells us that we will be with those people again and we will see those people. And on the other side of heaven, God's going to make this whole. And if you've had to, if you've prayed for a healing that didn't happen, if you've, had a tragedy in your life that hit you out of nowhere and is irreversible just know like on this side of heaven we're not always going to understand and yes it requires faith but there's one day where faith won't even be on our radar we won't need it anymore because we're going to be with god and our faith will be complete Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. sometimes even when you can't cling to anything cling to that God has made a promise that one day we're going to be face to face with him and one day we're going to, everything's going to, under, we're going to understand it and we're going to be with those we love. Yep. Yeah. I would encourage all of our listeners to go back and read Hebrews, the book of Hebrews chapter 11, um, because what is so relatable to all these people, even though we might be talking about some really big events at that moment with them, this journey they were walking was one foot in front of the other. Yep. They were believing for what God said he would do. Yep. They were hoping that, that what they desired would come true, but they had faith 
that God would do what he yes. said he would do, yes. period. Yes. And all they did was one foot in front of the other. Yep. You know, we look at this and be like, well, my life doesn't look like that. But their life didn't look like a whole book that was in front of us, too. Right. It was one we day whole... by day, yes. moment by moment, sometimes breath by breath. Yes. Because we have the whole story. Yeah. If you were watching Moses at the beginning, you'd be like, that guy's life is a train wreck. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, you would. I mean, he murders someone and is on the run. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, um, your your story looks horrible. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, you see so many beautiful things. I mean, so just know the Bible is complete stories. <laughs> our lives are not. Well, they're not for us, for what we not can for see. Not for us, exactly. But God does hold our whole story. Yes, he does. And that's where we have to step back with our faith and say, you know what? What I'm asking for, if you say no, it's because you know that is in best interest, not only of me, but of those that I'm asking for, their loved ones, and for people around me. Yes. Um, and he can always do what's best for all involved at the same time. Yeah, When exactly. we don't have that ability. Yes, yes. So that being yeah. said... Just know, like, Choosing Him Ministries is open to taking prayer requests mm-hmm. if you are struggling mm-hmm. with something, if you're struggling with – and we're as honest as we can be on here, yeah. so you guys feel free to be as honest as you can. I mean, mm-hmm. you can write us and say, I don't even know if God's even here right now, so help me to understand that. Reach out. I will put our contact information in the notes, mm-hmm. uh, but just know, like, we're here because faith is a hard it's a hard journey sometimes and that's okay as a Christian. It's okay for it to be a hard journey. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus journey here on earth was not easy. Exactly. It was not easy. And, and I would encourage women too. sometimes you can walk into a Bible study and if you've got the teacher teaching or all these people talking Mm -hmm. about how faithful God was because things turned out the way they wanted them to be. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you can leave feeling so defeated. Mm -hmm. Like one is my faith not strong enough or two, God, you didn't show up in my life like you did. Mm -hmm. And that comparison trap starts, right? Yes. So that, you know, I want to encourage our listeners, get into a Bible study where you are learning about the faithfulness of God and the good and the bad times. Yes. Because there's a lot of stories about where God did what, you know, he parted the Mm -hmm. Red Sea and the things, the miracles that he did. And there's other times where he didn't show up. Lazarus is one with Mary and Martha. And they were they look at him like, where were you? This didn't have to happen. Mm-hmm. He did raise Lazarus from the dead after that. But that story is one I love so much because they were his inner circle of people. And they look at him and go, where were you? Yeah, you didn't, you didn't show you up didn't for show me. You didn't show up for me. And that's something I can relate to. Yeah. But then, you know, whether it's him raising Lazarus from the dead the next day, four days later, or it's in heaven. Mm-hmm. He will always show up and he will always be there. He will. And he wants to grow our faith, not only for us and our relationship with him, but for those that we speak with mm-hmm. and live with and, and are and surrounded by. Yeah. So, I think that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, hard topics. Yep. You know, we, we want to be real with y'all. Like Andrew said, we're, we don't have it all together. No. But we walk this journey together and we encourage. And um, the Bible says, you know, iron sharpens iron. So, the more that we get to talk through life together and share what God yep. has done and, and who he is and how faithful that he is, um, we hope that that encourages you as well. Absolutely. So. Okay. Well. All right. So check the notes it. out. And remember, whatever your story, whatever your journey, own it, use it, and let God use it. Y'all have a blessed day. Bye, guys. <laughs>